God is good and he is worthy of every praise. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Precious Lord, we are grateful for today. It is a glorious awesome day that you have made that we should rejoice and that we should be glad in it. We are grateful for the privilege to be glad in you. We are grateful for the privilege to rejoice in you. We are grateful for the privilege to advance forward in the fullness of your purposes and your plans that have been ordained before the very foundations of the earth. Hallelujah. And for this reason, I say thank you. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you care for us. Thank you that your hand is upon us. Thank you that your favor is working, working all things out for our good. Thank you that your mercies are ever abounding. Your unending grace, your peace, your joy, your love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. It's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Every part that we take is blessed. We are fulfilling your call upon our lives. Our lives have been ordained to be fruitful in your purposes. And we are grateful that we are fruitful in our going out and we are fruitful in our coming in. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, before we had a break, into our conference week. We've been looking at being citizens of heaven. And we've been looking at the book of Peter, the second Peter chapter number one, the things that God inspired Peter to write to be very necessary to help us not to be unfruitful. Why? Because Paul was praying for the church in Colossians that they will be fruitful that their fruit will also be rich in good works in first corinthians chapter number in in colossians chapter number one when you read from the verse number 10 and 11. so it was a specific prayer and that is my prayer that we as citizens of heaven in the days that we live in in the times that we live in we will not become unfruitful, but rather we will be fruitful. Hallelujah. We'll be fruitful because we are applying the divine principles of the kingdom. And the principles of the kingdom is we receive all things that are provided by God by faith. Hallelujah. But to keep us from becoming unfruitful, even when we believe, even when we are knowledgeable, of the truth of God. We need to add some things to our faith. So he told us about adding virtue, adding knowledge, adding godliness, adding brotherly kindness. And the last thing that he mentioned in that series that we will start today uh, from looking at is that we should add love. That is second Peter chapter number one, verse number seven, and he said, and godliness with brotherly affection and with brotherly affection with love. So as citizens of heaven, we do not just have affection for one another. 
we don't just love one another with filial, this kind of love that we want to serve the other. We want to be a blessing to the other person. We want to consider the other person first. But now we are stepping up into the area where we are talking about understanding the agape love of God, the love with which God loves us that we can begin to really add that kind of love into our faith. Because we know in Galatians chapter number 5 verse 6 that faith works by love, by this love of God, by this love which is unconditional, by this love that is not looking at what my performances are in order to be gracious to me. But this love that says that come boldly to the throne of grace, that you will obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. There is the kind of love that gives me hope. There is a kind of love that puts a smile on my face, even in my weakness. There is a kind of love that lifts me up when I fall down a thousand times and tells me, rise up, you can do it again. There is a kind of love when I'm scared of punishment. It tells me that I've placed the punishment on Jesus Christ. Your punishment, if you can receive Jesus, if you can believe him, if you can hold on to him, if you can make him the Lord of your life, you know what? Oh, your punishment he has taken on your behalf. Hallelujah. What kind of love is this? That no matter where I find myself, what I'm dealing with, who I'm dealing with, this is the love that I provided a solution to take me to the next level of life. Hallelujah. And this is the kind of love that he said we should add it. We should add it to our faith. And if we do that, he said in the verse number 8 of Second Peter chapter number 1, he said, For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is possible to be unfruitful even when I have the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and what will keep me from being unfruitful are the things that I mentioned. So to be a citizen of heaven, to be a child of the Most High, we need to understand these principles. Hallelujah. We can dedicate weeks to talk about this kind of love, this love of God, and read a lot about it. So we will start today just by reading a very common place that we talk about and still it's important to keep refreshing our mind about this truth hallelujah because you can be praying you can be trusting god in fasting in prayer in studying the word in doing all those as long as you've not come to the revelation of the very love of god the devil has still have room to manipulate things and to keep you from receiving the fullness of what God has provided. And that is the prayer that our lives will not become unfruitful as citizens of heaven, but our lives will be fruitful. That through us, heaven will be experienced on earth. 
Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The verse 1, 2, and 3. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge. And if I have all faith as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And if I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Hallelujah. We will go through these things one by one. But today, just reflect on these words of scripture. It starts with speaking. It says that if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, hallelujah. I mean, there could be a lot of interpretations here, whether it talks about a prayer language of talk speaking as the tongue of angels, or it's just speaking figuratively, to talk about the fact that you could be eloquent. Hallelujah. You could really express yourself to move people. Hallelujah. You could have your way with language that people are intrigued and inspired after listening to you. Hallelujah. When you speak, there is, there is a certain level of fire. That is a gift that you carry. And you can move nations with, with your charisma and the power of words that God has blessed you with. But he said, if I can do that and have not love, I am a noisy gong and a clanking simba or a clanking simba. Basically saying that, yes, I can move people with words, yet I can exaggerate telling the testimony about God to move people. But he said, what is the intention? Why are you exaggerating? Why am I exaggerating? By telling the testimony. Why am I exaggerating? By the way that I speak about things to be acceptable among men to be appreciated and appraised by men. He said, if I do these things, hallelujah. The question will be, can I say that it is the love of God, the true love of God, the, the love of God which is unconditional. Is this this kind of love that is motivating me? to speak the way I do, to talk the way I talk, to move people with inspiration and passion by employing the tongue of angels and of men. Is it love? And if my answer is, hmm, it's not love, then I better stop it. Because as a citizen of heaven, it does not matter how many people are moved 
by reason of how I coined out my sentences and my statement, or by how much I pray in tongues. At the end of the day, God sees my heart, God sees my motives, God sees your heart, God sees your motive. And he said, if it is not love, it is just like a noise in his hearing. It may be redeeming, it may be powerful, but it is just like a noise in his ears. And the same thing about music. When we sing music, when we sing songs, we are using words, we are using our tongues, and it may be powerful, it may move people to tears. There are songs that can make people very emotional and even start weeping. But God said, if all is done not by that kind of agape love, that kind of unconditional love, that love which God himself is the very definition of it. If the definition of the love I'm expressing is not God, then God said, it's just a noise in his ears. It does not matter how many people worship with it. He said, it's just a noise in his ears. So I pray that God will help us, that as citizens of heaven, we become careful about our words. That is the place we will just focus on today and build from there. So love considers the motive behind words. Take that with you. Love considers the motive, the heart behind the words. I pray. The Father help us that in all our words, in all our speaking, in all our inspiring others, in all our motivating others, in all our singing and, and, and shouting and preaching and using our words in different platforms and ways, we will not become a people who are consumed by self-love, but will be a people who are driven by your love. Pray that we will come to the revelation of your love so that we will not be left <laughs> thinking that, Lord, many have been blessed and many have been moved, but in truth, we missed you in the process of it all. Help us, Lord. Touch us today. Release us by your love. I pray that the love of God will release you to advance forward that from this day, the words from your mouth, whether to your friends, to your loved ones, to people you do not know, to strangers, to people who even are agitating and doing things against you. I pray that I'll be motivated by the love of God with your words. May God empower you. May God empower you that your words will be love-driven. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.